Let's get right into this today. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse number 2. It says this. It says, and on the first day of each week, you should each put aside a portion of the money you have earned and don't wait until you get there and then try to collect it all at once. For the next five weeks, all right, I am going to talk about, uh, we can call it anything we want. We can call it stewardship. Uh, we can call it giving. It's probably one of my least favorite subjects to talk about giving. But uh, this is a great series, uh, and I'll tell you where it came from. Uh, I was at a conference Actually, I was at Teen Talent in Phoenix, Arizona about five or six years ago. And whenever I was there, I saw something in the lobby of their church. And what it was, it was a ladder that was set up, and it had five words on it. And uh, these five words were about giving, okay? I have no clue. And so... I just assumed that this church had done a series on giving about these five levels of giving, okay? And so I thought about that. I wrote down all these words. I didn't, I didn't know what the messages were. I didn't know, you know, what direction they went. But I wrote the words down because I thought, I think, I can, I think I've got a series that I can build from the words on this ladder. And so that's where this series came from that church in Phoenix, and seeing that ladder, okay? And so I want to talk to you today, and I want to talk to you for the next five weeks, and you're saying, oh, this is horrible. I just don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to think about it. But uh, let me tell you that if you and I will learn to give, that God will bless, okay? And uh, you cannot outgive God. I have never, ever met one person in my life uh, who became poor giving, okay? In fact, I found just the opposite to be true, that people that were givers and were generous, that God gave back to them, and God blessed them, and God supplied all their needs. And so I want to talk to you about uh, principles that are in the Word of God regarding giving, all right? And the first thing I want to talk to you about is this. This, this, is, the, this is part one, okay? Part one, and here's... Here's the word, here's the phrase I saw on the first bottom rung of that letter. It said this, consistent giving, okay? So level one giving is consistent giving. It's being consistent in what we do. It's consistent in uh, giving and offering unto the Lord. Point number one, okay? Now, it's, this is giving, and consistent giving is level one giving. The first point is this. Giving is a timeless truth of God. Did you realize this? That the entire theme of the Bible is giving. Because God gave his son so that we might be saved. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9 says this. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for his sakes, he became poor. Uh, so that by his poverty, he might make us rich. God was the first to display 
giving. We see it. The great example, as I've already mentioned to you, is that God gave his son as a sacrifice for our sins. Giving is a timeless truth of God. Okay. Now, let me assure you of this, okay, that Pastor Bob does not spend his time pouring over the giving records, okay? That Pastor Bob, when I come with a message, I don't come with an agenda, okay? There's some people that think that pastors preach from agendas, and they say, well, yeah, I, I, okay, I got that person. I want to really get them. I want to get them. No, that's not what it's all about, okay? But rather, it is the Holy Spirit that begins to deal with me as a pastor about particular topics. And over the month of December, I've, I was talking to some of our staff members, and I said, you know, I really want to do the series on giving because... God shows us this, this example as we were in the Christmas season. We were talking about giving, and we were talking about how God gave. Giving is a timeless truth of God that's been given by God to his church, and giving is a timeless principle that has been given to you and I as believers. But giving can be a stumbling block for a lot of people. Giving is... And you say, how can it be a stumbling block? Because of this. Giving can be the reason that people continue to transition from one church to the next church to the next church to the next church because as long as we feel like we are a visitor and as long as we feel like we are a guest, there is absolutely no obligation on our part to give. But the truth is this, God expects every single person in his kingdom to be givers. And you say, Pastor Bob, I just can't afford to give. And one of these days, when I can finally afford to give, then I'm going to start giving. I'll, I'll tell you this, the devil will always make sure that the car is always breaking down. Okay, The devil will always make sure that the transmission's always going out. Okay, the devil will make every excuse and every reason and you will literally never, ever be able or be, a, be uh, at a point where you can afford to give because something will always go wrong because that's just the way the devil works. But giving is a timeless truth of God. And in this area of giving, I want to challenge every single one of us to give consistently. Okay, this is level one giving. It's consistently giving, whether we've got a job or retirement income or a business income or a government income or an allowance to become a giver, that every one of us, when we receive an increase, that we give. And you say, well, Pastor Bob, I don't receive an increase because I pay my bills and there's nothing left over. We, Debbie and I learned this principle, okay? We said this, we have always been tithers, and I'll talk about that a little bit, a little bit more as this series continues to go on. In our entire marriage, we have been givers. We have been tithers. Our entire 44-plus years of marriage, okay? And one day I told Debbie, I said, Debbie, here's what I want us to do. I know we've been tithers. And I know there's some of you guys that do this too, okay, because I, I, I've seen it evidenced in, in your giving. And I told Debbie, I said, we want to do this. Even though we're givers, even though we're tithers, we're going to make this a principle in our life that the first check that we write is going to be giving to God, all right? 
The very first fruits will be giving, and God will bless that kind of giving. Why? Because giving is a timeless truth of God, because God has displayed giving to you and I. And so God is challenging every single one of us to commit ourselves to one of these levels of giving consistently and systematically because giving is a timeless principle of God. Point number two, okay? God is the creator and owner of everything. We're just the managers, okay? Temporarily, God has given us 60, 70, 80 years, you know, some more, some less, okay? And so we're just passing through, and right now, God gives us temporary, the temporary management of stuff, of things that's in our care. But ultimately, every single thing belongs to God. We are simply the managers of everything because all, all that there is in the world are God's resources. God is the creator and the owner of all things. Psalms chapter 24 verse 1 says this, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all of its people, belong to him. So you see, it proves that God is the creator, he is the maker, he is the owner of everything, and God has given us dominion over the things that he has created. Because we see this in Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. Listen to this. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 through 30. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it, reign over the fish and the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. And then God said, look, I've given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees of your all the fruit trees for your food, and I've given every green plant as food for all the wild birds, the birds in the sky, the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life, that is what happened. We are simply managers. We're temporary managers of everything that God has. Second Corinthians, or 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2 says this, Now a person who put in, who's put in charge as a manager must be faithful. So you and I are managers, and God says this, I want you to be faithful. The reason some of us can't get past being stuck in the mess is because we've learned, never learned to give. We've never learned to release it where God can bless it. Brandon says this from time to time when he's taking the offering. He'll say something like this, if we give nothing, there's nothing, God can bless nothing, all right? If you sow nothing, God can bless nothing, all right? Now, if I've, if I've got a, a farm, okay, if I buy a farm, it could be the most fertile land that you can ever imagine. It can be beautiful. It can have wide open fields. It can have wide open spaces. It can have the most fertile soil of all. But if I never go out and never plant or invest any seed or put any seed in the ground, guess what? When harvest time comes, there's not going to be a crop. There's not, there's not going to be a harvest because I have not sown anything. A lot of us are telling God this, God, as soon as my harvest shows up, then I'm going to start giving. But you've got to sow before the harvest comes. God is the creator. God is the owner. God is the maker of all things. We are just God's managers. 
So let's look at level one giving, okay? Level one giving is consistent giving. Webster's Dictionary defined consistent like this. Here's the definition of consistent. Always acting or behaving in the same way, of the same quality, good each time, continuing to happen or develop in the same way. Consistent giving means this. Get this. Make a note of this, okay? Consistent giving is this. You get to choose of your own free will what you're going to give, okay? You choose. No one tells you how much, but you choose of your own free will that every time you receive money, every time you get paid, that from that increase, from that first fruit is going to come an offering. Listen, it could be $1. It could be $2. It could be $5. It could be $20. It could be $100. It could be 1000 Whatever it is that we choose consistently each and every time we get paid, each and every time we receive a check, each and every time we have an increase of any kind in any, any kind in our life. When I was a small boy, okay, my dad was a pastor, okay? And I can remember after a Sunday service, my father, okay, now back in the day, okay, years ago, pastors, you'll never believe this, received 100% of the tithe. All the tithe that came in was the pastor's. He received every single dollar of those tithe. And I've been in part of several churches, and that was the structure of the church. It's not the structure in our church, but it's, it was a structure, okay? Uh, there, there are still churches. I could name churches right now that, that their structure is, and if you have a, a, a lot of times a smaller church where they've got a small building that's paid for, the pastor's on 100% of the tithe, okay? That's just... Take my word for it. That's the way it happens. But my father, uh, small church, received 100% of tithe. I can recall my, my father opening up tithing envelopes from children, okay? And in the tithing envelope would be like two pennies. You say, well, Pastor Rob, that was a long time ago, so two pennies was like $100. No, it wasn't that long ago, okay? <laughs> but I can remember my dad, when he opened that tithing envelope, and there's two pennies in there from some... Just small child, God would say, listen, bless this child. Bless this little one for their giving. Bless this little one for their faithfulness. Giving touches the heart of God. Giving is a timeless truth and a timeless principle of God because God is the creator. God is the maker. God is the owner of everything. You and I are just temporary managers, okay? Point number three, the need is met when everyone gives consistently. Have you guys ever been to a really a great mega church? They're running thousands of people. You guys ever driven by James River down in Springfield? It's, it's a fabulous building, you know, down there on uh, 65 Highway. You're going toward Branson. You look at that big, gigantic building. It's absolutely beautiful. That didn't happen by itself, but rather it was people that got together and began to pray and, and, and started a church and began to preach the gospel. And you say, well, that's, that's right. That's what it, it also took people to give consistently, faithfully, continually. And so that's what level one giving is. It's giving consistently and faithful 
every single whip. God uses consistent giving for the ministry. The need is met when everyone gives consistently. The gospel message is preached. When give, everyone gives consistently, there is no lack. The need is met. We don't have to worry about the church getting foreclosed on. Can I get a witness? Okay. We don't have to worry about the, 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 the utilities getting turned off. We don't have to worry about these things. Brandon and I were talking about it last night, and, and uh, a lot of times churches want a pastor that preaches like T.D. Jakes, but we don't want to give anything. Okay? We want to go to a great, big, beautiful church, but we don't want to give anything. But the truth is that someone gave consistently. You say, Pastor Bob, I, I just got faith. I believe God is going to just meet the need. Listen, God meets the need, and you know how he does it? Through ordinary, common people. God could send billionaires. And we got this idea in America nowadays that we're going to take billionaires and we're going to tax the living daylights out of them, and all the billionaires are going to pay for all the free stuff we want. Okay, That is a fable, my friend. Because there's not enough billionaires to give all the free stuff that we need. Okay, that's just a little sidebar to you. I'll give you a lessons in, lesson in, in Econ 201 if I need to, okay? But that don't work, okay? But God could send millionaires and billionaires, but no, God chooses to work and God chooses to build through common, ordinary people that give consistently, and that give faithfully, and that, that give without fail. The message, when everyone gives consistently, the ministry goes forward. The gospel of Jesus Christ is preached. There's no lack. The needs are met. The gospel is preached in the city, in the nation, and in the world. Everyone gives. When no one gives, there's no church. We, we've got churches that we've sold we, we've had to sell churches because there was no pastor. And you say, why was there no pastor? There was no finances where, where anyone could go afford to be the pastor. It, this happens, okay? We, we, we've had churches before where, where, where folks said, listen, we're, we're, we're not going to pay a pastor, okay? When we stop paying a pastor, we're not going to have any preaching. We're not going to have any teaching. Well, we can just kind of do it ourselves. Take my word for it. Every church has got to have a leader, all right? And uh, it's a sad fact, but churches are being sold because people refuse to give. But when, when people begin to give, the need is met when everyone gives consistently. I've been to churches before that were struggling financially, and receiving the offering was kind of like a penny march. You guys ever seen a penny march before? Let me assure you, God gets no glory from penny marches. God received no, receives no glory from church members that refuse to give. God receives no glory from people that are stingy to give. God receives no glory from struggling churches that refuse to give. This church is a giving church. This church gives to, the, to, to missions every single month. This church give, gives to missions in, in, in China and uh, throughout Europe and Central America and, and other places. 
every single month consistently. And what we've got to do in this church is we really need to start receiving a missions offering because right now what we're doing is we're just taking some of the money that's coming in from the tithe and we're redirecting that toward the missions. But we really need to do, and I want you to think about this, is begin to take a missions offering, okay? That's what we need to do. We're, but we're giving toward missions. We're, 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 we're sending money to build churches, but this is what happens when, when we give, that the needs are met. God is glorified. The need is met when everyone gives consistently. Level one giving. It's consistent giving. I want you to understand that. It's giving of your own free will, and you get to choose. No one's going to tell you. No one's going to force you. All right? This, I want to also say this, and I'll probably say this several times in this series. This ministry is not for sale. Okay? Everyone gets treated the same. Everyone gets loved the same. I don't care if you give zero or 10 cents or $10,000. Everyone gets treated exactly the same. Do you guys believe that? Have you seen that from our ministry? You understand that? Okay. But I'm, but I'm telling you this, that if we will learn to give, that God has got a plan Consistent giving is God's plan for financing the ministry, and it takes finances to literally do everything. Right now, we're building a fabulous building at 2811 Rockway Road. We're building an awesome building over there, but I got to tell you something. It takes money to build that building, okay? And I don't talk about it enough, but it takes a lot of money to build that church, okay? And right now, we're just... We're, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm praying about God. I don't know where the finances are going to come for that parking lot, but God, you do, okay? You, God, you know, and here's where it comes from. Everyone giving consistently, everyone coming together and doing their part. Consistent giving, le that's level one giving. It's doing the great commission of Jesus Christ. The commission of Jesus Christ is this, to go into all the world and preach the gospel, it's presenting the plan of salvation to every single person without bias. It's, it's teaching on giving. Teaching on giving transcends time. The teaching and preaching on giving is intended for every single believer. Get this today, okay? Now, I'm not going to be around forever, okay? I don't know if you noticed that, but I'm getting a little older, okay? And um, you say, we, we noticed that, Pastor Bob. <laughs> we see that. Okay. We understand that. There'll be a time that Pastor Bob is no longer the pastor of this church. That, that, there'll be a day. Okay. That time is coming. But what I want to do is I want to teach you guys. And you say, well, the reason you're teaching on this is because as the pastor, you're going to be the benefactor. Okay. I've already told you, I'm, I'm on a very small percentage of the tithe. I'm not even on a percentage. Okay. But I won't always be around. So what I'm doing is I want to teach you about giving. So wherever you go to church, wherever you, if you're here in this church still, when another pastor comes and takes over, that you're going to be a giver. Or if you go somewhere else, that you're going to be a giver there. All right? That, that we're giving, that we're sowing, that we're investing, that we're consistent in what we're doing. Level one giving is consistent giving today. I'm just the messenger. You got to get this. Don't, don't, don't stone me today. I'm just the messenger. I'm just the newsboy. God's word says this. This is not 
Pastor Bob 101, God's word says this, and God expects this, expects everyone, including pastors, evangelists, teachers, prophets. God expects all of us to be givers. God expects every person to give consistently, okay? Debbie and I, I've already told you we've been married for 44 years. That's a long time. Some of you guys can't even comprehend that, that time, time frame in your mind, okay? We've been tithers, okay? Debbie and I are not wealthy. You got to understand that, okay? We are, we are far from wealthy. However, we are, I think probably since this church started, we've always been in the top five givers of this, of this church, we're some of the top givers at Life Rock Church, year in, year out. I'm not going to tell you where we're going to wind up this year, but we will definitely be in top five, okay, this year. And here's how consistently, consistency works. I'm going to tell you how it works in our own life. You get, get this, okay? If we go on vacation, when we get back, the money we would have given when we missed we give. If we get sick and we miss a week, the money that we would have given that week, we give when we come back. This is consistent giving, okay? Whatever, it is, if, if we get snowed out and we can't have church on a, on a Sunday, we give that particular week. That is consistent giving. Giving is not, we do not base our giving. We have been tithers our entire ministry. We do not base our giving because we like people. You say, well, I really like that guy. I really like that Pastor Bob. And because I like him, and I, and I like his wife. I don't like him, his wife. I like his wife more than I like him. But she's a real nice lady. And I really like their kids. And because I like them, I'm going to give something. I've heard of churches that starve pastors out because they don't like them. <laughs> and they're trying to get rid of them. And they're trying to do whatever they possibly can. But consistent giving is giving week in and week out. It's not based on whether we like people. It's not based on whether we like the pastor or not. It's because God has, we've seen it in God, that God gives to us consistently. And Debbie and I practice consistent giving our entire adult lives. Understand this, giving is an act of worship. Consistent giving is not an obligation. It is an act of worship. Consistent giving is not like paying your rent. How many, how many guys hate paying your rent? You hate paying your car, car payment. You know, getting a new car is really cool until month three, okay? And on the third month, you start looking at the payment book, and it's like that thick. And it's like, what was I thinking about? I must be out of my mind. But I'm stuck for the next whatever, five, six years, longer than that maybe nowadays, but consistent giving is not like paying your mortgage. Consistent giving is an act of worship. In the book of Genesis, Adam's sons brought offerings to God. The story is found in Genesis chapter 4, verse 3. It says this, And when it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. And Abel also presented a gift 
the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. You see, Abel understood this. He understood that giving was an act of worship. Here's what he did. He gave the very best of his lambs that he had. But the, notice what the Bible says about Cain. It says this, he presented some of his harvest, and his offering was unacceptable. Cain, his gift was given out of an obligation. I'm expected to give. If I don't give, mom and dad's going to get mad at me. No. The flip side was this. Abel's giving was worship. His sacrifice was worship. He gave his best, and I believe that Cain gave leftovers. Some would say that God required a blood sacrifice, and Cain could have got, could have traded some of his crops for a nice lamb. He could have done that. Chose not to. And Cain gave an unacceptable, an unacceptable offering to God, and God rejected him. Giving, we should consistently give our best unto God. Consistent giving is seen in the Old Testament and the New Testament. God tells us this about giving in the New Testament. I, I started the scripture, I started the, the, the service of this scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2. I'm going to close with the same verse, okay? I'm closing. On the first day of the week, you should each put aside a portion of the money you have earned, and don't wait until I get there and then try to collect it all at once. Giving, as I, as I bring this message to a conclusion today, giving is a timeless principle of God. We see it because God gave his son. The word of God is a book about giving. God gave to us and he's the creator, he's the owner, he's the maker of all things. If we'll learn to give consistently, okay, and it's up to you and I, we choose of our own free will, okay? We choose it. We, we decide for ourselves the amount of consistent giving. And I'm putting a challenge out to, this, to, to every person in this church that we begin to give something consistently, Every single week, not just once in a while, but every single week from the, the increase that God has given to us. And we give that, and we sow that, and we invest that. It's level one giving, consistent giving. And I guarantee you this, that if you'll do that, that God will bless that seed. If you'll say, God, this is a seed that I'm sowing. God, this is what you've commanded in your word. And God, I'm, I'm sowing seed into good ground. And when I sow seed in good ground, there's a harvest that comes. And I believe God is going to bless you. God is going to give you a harvest in your life, in your soul, in your family. He's going to do it today. You say, Pastor Bob, I just can't afford to do that. We've got to take a step of faith. It's a step of faith. It's a walk of faith today. And that's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm putting out there to you today that we learn this level one giving it's consistent giving week in week out whether we're here or not okay whether we're here and I know kind of nowadays the the the, the church kind of works like this nowadays they say the average church member only comes to church about 40 percent of the time 
Wow, that's mind, that's mind boggling, okay? But consistent giving is this, that whether we're here or not, we're still giving. We're still giving. And that's consistent. And that pleases God. So that's part one. Level one giving is consistent giving. And next week, I want to talk to you about level number two. And you don't want to miss it because this is some, this is the greatest series on giving that I have ever spoke before. And, and you say, it just turns me off. Listen, if we'll learn to be givers, God blesses. God bless, God will open up the windows of heaven. God said, give, and it will be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He even said this. God said that he would cause other people to give back to us. You know, right now, how many of you guys, anyone here started reading through the Bible or New Testament or anything? January 1, some of you guys did. Awesome. That's cool. That's great. Okay. I started reading through, all right, and uh, I got to the book of Exodus, and I'm reading, and God told the people, the children of Israel, when they got ready to leave Israel, he said, now before you leave, go to your Egyptian neighbors and ask them to give you gold and silver and jewelry and fine clothing. <laughs> and God did this. God moved on those people. And they gave, the, the Egyptians gave the Hebrew people gold and silver and costly, you know, clothing and all kinds of things when they left. God will do that to us. If we'll learn to give consistently, God will do that to us. God will open the windows of heaven. God will bless us in a way that we've never imagined before. All right. I've got so many awesome things I want to share with you in this message. It's going to be a blessing to you. And if you're watching online, God bless you. We love you. We appreciate you so much for joining us today. Let's close with prayer. Dear God, right now, we're just so thankful, Lord, that, that we have gathered to together in your name. And God, you've met us here. The Holy Spirit's been in this place. And God, you've lifted us as we've lifted our voices in praise and as we've lifted our voices in worship and as we've lifted our hearts in giving today, dear God, that you've been here and you've met us today. And God, you've given us a mighty and a powerful word to share together today. And I pray, Lord, that you'll help us, God, that this principle, this level one giving of consistency, that we'll learn it, that we'll begin to live it, dear God. And as we begin to learn it and as we begin to live it, God, the blessings, the seed will be sown and blessings will flow down from you to us. And I pray these things, the need will be met. Our needs will be met. The needs of ministry and the needs of presenting the great, God, great commission throughout the word, world will be met. And we pray for these things in Christ's name. Amen. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Would you stand with, me for, stand with me for just a moment?